Hello, welcome to the Armchair Judges Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, joined by Aiden. Hey, go. And Trevor. What's up? What's the news? We're here in the middle of a storm reviewing. Reviewing? What We're are scoring. we? Scoring. Yeah, oh, scoring. We're reviewing TJ Dillashaw versus Dominic Cruz. I um, think uh, you'll find that's our patron saint of footwork. Oh, Thank yeah. Thank you very much. It does sound like a Catholic saint, like Dominic Cruz, eh? Yeah. Um, January 17th, 2016, TD Garden, Boston. Fucking Boston. For the UFC Bantamweight title, Dillashaw is 12 and 2, I think, and Cruz is 20 and 1. Uh, you guys have any memories of watching this fight live or? Yeah, I yeah. watched it live. Uh, I'll, I'll I think, watched it live. Yeah. yeah, I think me and Trev watched it together. Yeah. yeah. It's always been. This was on like a Monday or something here, wasn't it? It was like some one of those holiday cards, I think, that they do over there. Oh, it might have been. It was weird because yeah. it wasn't a, it, yeah, it was a, not it was a, a pay-per-view. Fight, yeah. yeah, it was a fight night. I remember you you were messaging me throughout the fight saying who you thought it was winning at the time. But so, yeah, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it later in the evening when I finished work. Solid undercard for a fight night again. Sergio, uh, Anthony Pettis first, Anthony Alvarez and Travis Mitrione. Oh, sorry, Travis Brown and Matt Matt Mitrion. Pretty decent for a uh, a free card. Yeah, back when the pay per views were actually still something to pay for. Yeah, well, this wasn't even a pay per view. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. But oh yeah, that was back when the pay per views were actually worth paying for. He says having spent sixty dollars on the pay per view for us to watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, so Dillashaw's coming in as a champion here. Just wanted to talk a little bit about those fights over those two fights with um, Burrell. Your memories of those fights. Uh, yeah, at the time, like, because I've always been a big Cruz fan. At the time, I was sort of like, when we were saying about Burrell having a, uh, Cruz having to go back and fight this guy who's been killing everyone, and then TJ just fucks him up. Yeah. At the time, I was like, that's cool, fucking. Yeah. And especially after Cruz got the decision, the judge's decision in this fight was like, fucking, so we can safely say Cruz would have won. Yeah. Not happy, given that, um, you know, TJ tested positive for EPO. And especially, yeah. like, a lot of people, it's a fucking bad take I've seen in that, people saying that that doesn't help him knocking people out. His style is based on fucking volume. Yeah. Like, and nothing helps yeah. him like cardio. Yeah. little similar to the um, kind of, you you were talking the other day about Garbrandt never been the same. Yeah. Burrell was far Burrell was never the same. Burrell right? never recovered from those <clears throat> fights. TJ beat the shit out of him. Like, and and, and it's the unfortunate thing because <laughs> I, I love TJ. I loved his fight against John Dodson, which I think was a tough finale. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Cleaned him up. And I was like, holy fuck, this kid's a stud. But now, again, no matter what he's done, no matter what he does, there's that asterisk. Is this the first Was that the time he got caught? Was it the first time he got caught uh-huh, or the first it. time he doped? And it's like, it, I don't think it's, you know... And he's stayed a piece of shit because remember that the last fight he had versus Aljamain Sterling, he then, you know, dislocates his shoulder. For one, he misled them saying a bit like he hadn't told them he was dislocating his shoulder in camp, which he should have done. Yeah. But then once he lost, he could have at least had decency to go like, you know, I was just getting fucked up. I was going to lose anyway. And instead, 
goes, I actually dislocated my shoulder fucking however many times this is, know, this in is training. This is the thing. I know we haven't gotten to biases yet, and I have absolutely no bias towards our patron scene of footwork. But, goddamn enough, I got my, my train of thought. TJ's piece of shit. Yeah, TJ's piece of shit. Sorry, that's my train of thought. Was when he lost that fight against Cejudo, the first thing he did was start complaining about everything. And then he popped like two And then he popped two days later. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like you're in, you're in no position now, given what we know now, to be doing that shit because you're just gonna. After yeah. the second Garbrand fight, I was like, before he popped, obviously, I was pretty much saying TJ is the bantamweight goat. Yeah, uh, how do you guys feel about the topic of PEDs overall, broadly? Because I kind of think that like a lot of it's overdone insofar as like what exactly is a performance enhancing drug like when epo is a little different though. is it kind well, of when you have a guy that? who gets what a two-year ban for epo but you want to suspend a guy for five years in the twilight of his career for smoking a bit of reefer like the, like the, the, yeah, yeah there's a weird it's not even double standard it's just it's just ridiculous yeah i mean like in fact like steroids is like a weird thing because it's like what exactly is performance enhancing? Like, is eating a good diet performance enhancing? Like, yeah, but, but anyone, artificially but, performance enhancing. It's in the same way that loading new clubs yeah, is performance yeah. enhancing. Anyone yeah. can eat a good diet. Yeah. Let's see what the results are naturally. But, yeah, like, all that aside, I do think APO is a little different because of what you said before. Like, his style is cardio and output, so it literally is performance enhancing for him, I guess. It's um, also really... Really stupid. Like, it's fucking dangerous. It is dangerous. So, if Dillashaw is 12 and 2 here, so he fought Barrow twice and he, f- what was it, Soto or something, fought between those two guys? Uh, yeah. Between Barrow. Does that mean he was like 9 and 2 getting. Was he like a late replacement for the title shot against Barrow? Or was he. Because he doesn't really have any notable wins before Barrow and then he gets a title shot. I didn't look at that one. I looked Let at me, what, um, what happened with Soto, and that was that meant to be a Barrow fight. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Soto was literally coming in from some, like, no-name promotion. Yeah. 15 and 2 with no UFC fights. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was at UFC 177, which I just remembered off the top of my head and definitely aren't Googling it right now. thing that sort of was a bit weird that I looked up coming into this was Cruz was, like, despite only being a year older, he was sort of the old man of the division. Yeah, yeah. He'd only had three UFC fights at this point. And the UD over Uriah Faber, UD over Demetrius Johnson, then Nakao over Takao Mizugaki. They were, like, his only three fights in, like, a five-year stretch as well because he had, like, a real horror run of injury, didn't he? Yeah, those first two were in 2011. The Mizugaki fight was in 2014, and this fight's 2016. Yeah, so there you go. At this point, Dillashaw's had 10 UFC fights, including the two fights that ended Barrow's career and two bantamweight title defences. So going into the Barrow fight, he won against Mike Easton. Before that, he lost to... Asunso. Asunso. And yeah, went over here, Viana. Guys that... So there's, not, there's not really any notable There's, not, there's no one that jumps out at, as a name there. No, oh, yeah, and he lost to Dodson as well. Oh, yeah, so. it was Dodson that knocked him out, wasn't it? Yeah. I forgot that. Starched my previous comments about him. I think we mentioned in the previous episode that they feel like they're from different eras, but they're the same age. And they are. Like, yeah. Cruz made his name in, like, WEC and stuff, really, didn't he? Like, 
Well, they mentioned in this fight tonight that was it Cruz had only fought a couple of times in the last yeah three and five three, years. three and yeah. five years. So yeah. I mean, this is a guy that was like, I love Dominic Cruz, obviously, but it's what could have been. Yeah, if he was. Are you still in better condition? He still had a. He's still fantastic. Still had a good run for, considering the time lost. Um, but man, that's a lot of time he lost. It, 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 yeah, yeah. And it's really sad to think what he, what fights we could have had. I would have liked to have seen him fight like Frankie Edgar when Edgar was at featherweight. I guess, another thing to mention, I guess, this is the uh, another kind of chapter in the Dominic Cruz. First team alpha male kind of thing that went on for way too long. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest, that went on for way too long. It was like a, it's been close to like five or six years that was going on with uh, Vince McMahon couldn't have written that that long a rivalry. Yeah, three it's fights with Faber. Yeah, mm. yeah, Faber, Dillashaw, and Garbrand. Yeah, he fought like all their nearly all their top guys around that weight. I didn't watch it, but um, was there a huge like Ron Perlman promo? At this yeah, stage yeah, this. yeah. Like, I started that, and then I was like, Yeet. "Why did I? Why did I do that shit? Like, who gives you, a fuck about do you know, it?" Do you, know, do you know who they should bring back? Anthony Bud. Oh no, never mind. You <laughs> <laughs> hey, know what they should do though is just have a a pretty basic highlights package with the comment the, the commentary that was in the fight over it, and then just pay the fighters. Yeah. But Speaking why of they uh, some fucking washed up Hollywood cunt when could pay the dudes who were getting punched in the face for a living. This was probably the height of Sons of Anarchy, bro. This was oh, yeah. <laughs> Riding through this octagon. All <laughs> Speaking of pay, anyone know anything about purses for this fight? We're scrambling here. Yeah, I always forget about looking up purses. So I know that I can tell you the attendance was 12,790 for a total gate of 1.3 million. Oh, yeah. Reported payouts is what we've got here. So Dominic Cruz got a hundred and ten grand, including a fifty-five win, fifty-five thousand win bonus, which is abysmal. Yeah. To defeat TJ, who only got seventy grand. Holy shit! That to is... put that into perspective, Eddie Alvarez got a hundred grand to win without a win bonus to defeat Anthony Pettis, who got eighty grand. Travis Brown got a hundred and twenty grand with a sixty thousand win bonus to defeat Matt Mitrione for thirty-six thousand dollars. God. Damn it, pay your fighters. That is bad. Why are you paying Travis Brown more than fucking Donald Trump? Francisco Trinaldo got 54,000 with a 27,000 win bonus to defeat Ross Pearson at 48,000. Patrick Cote got 86,000 with a 43,000 win bonus to defeat Ben Saunders, who got 18 grand. And it just gets sadder from here as as I keep reading it. So let's just. That is pretty bad, like a champion getting paid $70,000. Yeah, and I know that there's all these backroom deals, and maybe back then they still had some sponsorship, but that's fucking. Yeah, actually, is this was this Reebok? Yet? This was, was Reebok, it? yeah. Yeah. Did you take notes of the referees and? Yep, we got Herb Dean as a referee. Judges are uh, David Ginsbury, who I think is new to the channel. <laughs> Tony Weeks and Sal D'Amato. Sorry, I'm trying to rustle my papers, people. Yeah, I'll say that again. David Ginsbury, Tony Weeks, and Sal D'Amato, the judges. All right. Uh, biases, no biases. Really fucking hate TJ, <laughs> and really liked Dominic Cruz. So, so very biased in this one. I have absolutely no biases. Um, despite the fact that this is again our patron saint of footwork versus Dilla Dick Bag. <laughs> yeah. So, used to not like Cruz, but eventually became a pretty big fan. 
TJ at the time, I liked him, but now I don't. So yeah, it's kind of actually as much as I want to make a joke about it. Back then, I big Cruise fan, but loved what TJ like TJ style again pre popping for yeah being a cheat. Well, they basically had the same style, and that's why I liked it, TJ yeah. back in the day. I've always yeah. liked fighters who move a lot in yeah. boxing as well. This yeah. was always going to be a fantastic fight. All right. Do you want to do the driving for the fight? All right. So, um, well, initially they're being announced and Cruz does a little bit of an Irish dance while he's being announced. And then <laughs> TJ goes to his corner and huffs some EPO. Um, <laughs> TJ huffs doesn't want to... brown paper bag. <laughs> TJ doesn't want to touch gloves, which is a bit rich coming from the biggest cunt in the sport. <laughs> Again, no, no, no bias. Yeah. All right, so round one starts and both of them are just moving a lot. Yeah. Probably more movement in this fight, in this first yeah. round, than in any other UFC fight ever. Yeah. And yeah. spamming kicks, really. Yeah, and 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 Goldie keeps bringing up, and I'm, I'm, again, I just love having Goldie on the commentary. Oh, I, I think we need a petition to bring Goldie back. He was good. He was fed. He was just awesome. But he was talking about who's going to fight more emotionally and who's going to fight more tactically. And it was so clear from the get go that TJ was fighting very emotionally because he was beating the shit out of the air in front of Dominic Cruz right. for a lot of this fight. <laughs> yes. This is—I don't want to like foreshadow too much, but I thought that was a big theme at least through like the first three or four rounds of this fight. Is TJ having having a hard time landing on Cruz? Oh, Cruz yeah. was. Even when it looks like – sometimes it looks like he's landing, but then he, uh, Dom's just doing these little subtle slides and shit out. Like, his head movement is great as well. He's, it, he's it's his footwork, yeah. His elusiveness was, it was astounding in this fight. Yeah. There's a point I wanted to bring up later in the fight, but I'll, I'll bring it up now anyway. Um, Mike says a statistic from CompuStruck saying that Cruz has landed 43% and TJ's landed 33%. I don't see TJ landing one in three strikes in this fight. I've got in four different rounds of my notes on this fight that the stats look all wrong. Yeah. And this is something we've talked about in a lot of our fights. That I know it's dudes pressing a button, but Jesus, like they look horrendously wrong. Yeah. 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 And to be fair, at the start, neither of them's landing a lot early on. Cruz does get some counters in, but... It takes him a little while to sort of start timing him properly and hitting him sort of hard and square. Yeah. TJ straight off the bat starts with his, you know, key strategy for this fight, which was to completely fuck up while trying to kick him and fall over. Yes, and I, I made He spams it. I kick a bit of He attempts a head kick yeah. and falls down like a dumbass. <laughs> this is not the first time I make this note. Again, don't want to foreshadow too much, but um, he really likes going for a head kick and falling flat on his bum. He does. Yeah. I think in round two or three, he does finally land that head kick. And still falls on his bum. But it's it's not the payoff that you would... because no, he, <laughs> yeah. he lands the head kick and still falls on his ass. Something came up pretty early in the fight was that Dom actually, like, he sort of looks like he's real puffed early, but I, I'm sort of not sure if he actually was. Even Joe Rogan mentions it as well. If he was puffed, though, like, he's earned it. Like, he moves a lot. Like Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do APO. <laughs> at least yeah. not that we're aware of yet yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah he looks looks tight in round one but then doesn't seem to slow down a hell of a lot throughout the fight so that's all that EPO <laughs> yeah straight off the bat 
TJ's going for body kicks as well, which becomes a theme throughout the fight. Yeah. Um, it's mixed success, but what does have some good success in round one with it. If EPO wants to, like, sponsor us, we are mentioning you a whole lot. <laughs> so um, make us big hulking steroid monsters. Yeah. Isn't it more of, like, a cardio drug instead of a Yeah, it's basically blood mark. doping from yeah. what I understand. That sounds like it could potentially be super easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... This doesn't get mentioned by the commentary till later in the fight, but Dom lands a real quick takedown. Turns out that's yep. the first time that TJ's T- been taken down in the US. Is this in, is this in round two? Round one. Right. Round one. He, right. he bounces back up straight away, but. So yeah. the, the stat, if I recall, came out later in the fight, but they were saying that, yeah, that TJ had never been taken down in the UFC before tonight. Yeah. And Dom, uh, at the end of this round, was a beautiful takedown. Thinking, uh, you're getting a little bit ahead, but in in the second round, there's one takedown that's like super well timed. That yeah, right dunk, off the kick that, or something. Yeah, dunk. Yeah, he just, I think it, yeah. just takes him. All right, is that all we got for round one? Yeah, yeah, great opening round. Um, between rounds, the corners were obviously talking to their fighters. TJ's corner says to him, "When you touch the cross, is there your first one or two shots don't need to land." That sort of didn't make sense to me. I thought that was shit advice because he's throwing those first one or two shots and then getting hit in the face. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. I can kind of understand the advice on like a like a kind of face level, like kind of like feints or whatever. But he's getting counted quite but, a bit. But that's exactly the advice he needed to get was to feign and draw a, draw. Well, a the advice yeah. he needed was opinion. calm your EBO a little bit, focus on your target, and land a punch. What the. F- you're not going to throw the first one or two and then just follow up with more combinations if you throw the first one or two and then just get hit. Yeah. yeah. Tom's corner says he's overcommitting. The harder he goes, the more he misses, and he's already frustrated. Which is fantastic Pretty, advice because that's exactly what was happening. Yeah, 100%. Didn't need, to, didn't need to butter him up by saying, you're totally winning. Or didn't need to bring him down and go, like, hey, man, we might be behind here. Didn't need to tell his fighter something that wasn't true to get him in a headspace. Just said, just keep going. Who was... I should have taken a note of this. Who was the alpha male coach? Was this, is this Buckles in the corner with him, or is it the guy who he left with? Um, is it Ludwig or is Ludwig was it Ludwig? from TJ's corner? Was yeah, Ludwig. Ludwig, was Ludwig. Yeah, yeah. Who is usually a great coach? No, he's a think, good coach. I think with TJ, I just don't think. You know, sometimes a coach doesn't match a fighter. Sometimes a well, fighter doesn't match a coach. Well, the, maybe the, he matches more if the opponent's sort of standing there. Maybe he's more of a, a coach who needs a well, guy you, who's yeah, moved, you, not You moving. put a brawler yeah. against an absolute tactician, and I think that's what this was. Yeah. All right, so round two starts with a lot of the same stuff that happened basically in round one. Yeah, and lots of movement. Joe starts off by saying TJ has a lot more power, which... I can't help but just having to go at TJ. It's easier to maintain that power played in a fight when you're on EPO. Yeah, well, yeah. When, when you're genetically enhanced. Yeah. And also, like, guys like Brown and stuff are, like, a lot more, like, stationary targets, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. But no doubt his power did look impressive against Brown, but this is not the same. That being said, I thought at around 2.48 in this fight, it was around there, TJ lands... His best shot so far, and he finally does land that head kick that he was spamming for a while. Lands a good right hand as well. But all around throughout Again, the round. Again, he lands the head kick. elusive. And falls on his ass. <laughs> yeah, Benny Hill presents a head kick. There <laughs> <laughs> honestly isn't a lot more to talk about in this round, I think. No, but, um, the kind of the takedowns, I guess. But 
Yeah, That's towards fair. the end, like TJ's been having probably his best moments so far. This this was and a then, difficult one for me to score because of that takedown. Yeah, it was for me initially. I went back and rewatched it and sort of thought it was a lot clearer the second time. No, I don't know, Ted. I he's, yeah. Um, yeah, he's taken him down twice, pretty quick succession. I wanted easy. to rewatch this and a, a couple other rounds. I didn't get time to. Uh, that was one of the rounds that I rewatched. I rewatched two of the rounds in this fight. Just a two and five, two and five. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they were the two rounds I really wanted to, but with yeah. work and everything, I never got around to. I think they're the rounds that this fight rests on. To be fair, so, e- easily, yeah. easily. Yeah. Uh, so between rounds, Cruz's corner says to him, he's got perfect reads on those takedowns. Don't exit straight back, which is good advice. Like yeah. don't just walk straight backwards, go up something, and the classic body head body. <laughs> And TJ's corner says it's probably Dom's round with the two takedowns. Fair call. Yeah. Fair call. Right. So round three. Round three. Three Uh Dom starts again, heaps elusive, and it's just cracking TJ with counters early. Yeah. Yeah. My first note for this round is it's back and forth, but TJ is just so reckless right now. Yeah. I wrote uh, TJ is a bit more aggressive, but I still feel like Dom is getting the better of the exchanges. When they do happen. Even, even though there's been moments in this fight where Dom's look gassed or tired, he's got a, a composure about him that TJ just can't crack. Yeah, there was a few, like, he sometimes he looks like he's, like, breathing heavily and stuff, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know, he, he's, he just doesn't stop. And, like, fair fucks TJ, like, he doesn't either. <laughs> yeah, because of the yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> even Joe brings it up. Straight after um, TJ catches Dom's leg, and can't get him down. Dom's still like hitting him pretty easy. Yeah. Joe Rogan says as TJ gets more flat footed, it makes Dom more effective, which 100% was correct. Yeah. Mike Goldberg then follows up with this is quickly turning into a Dominic Cruz fight. This is why I love goalie. Simple. It's simple. <laughs> but Joe was simple, but Joe should know about it. Joe should be able to explain that to you in a more elaborate, fight friendly way. Goldie's just like. Goldie's about as sharp as a butter knife, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I think that was a perfect example of like, why they worked well together. Joe said something that actually, you know, the had a little King bit of technicality to it and made sense. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I remember what, 207 was his last card. It was the Rousey Nunes one. I think so. Yeah. I remember at the time thinking, I fucking hate him. I can't wait for him to leave. And like, about a year later, I was like, just missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. an idiot, but he was arrogant. <laughs> Remember that Toyota ad? Like, yeah, he, he would goof everything. And that Toyota ad had a fucking old like that old like eighties love song on. The guy's like fucking his car's crashed and he really misses it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goldie was Maybe our come car. Back. <laughs> Goldie was really, our right, yeah, right. Goldie come back. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually identical. <laughs> I sent you guys that video of like the best Goldie Gap seal and that. Oh, there were some pearls on there. But I, can't, I can't remember any of them. Like, uh, we'd have to watch it again. He's speaking. But... He's he's calling it speaking Japanese. That's Portuguese, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand corrected, Joe. <laughs> Brazilian speaking Japanese. Leonardo Machida, maybe. I yeah. maybe. And he would be speaking drinking his own piss. Because yes. don't forget that Machida drinks his own weight. Yeah. Yeah. 
That, didn't Marcus used to do it? I know. Marcus? Yeah. I think he did. Look, what always blows my mind Johnny, with those cunts who are doing that is they say about, look, there's all these vitamins in your pee that you could be getting back in. So, yeah, or you still. could just drink some fucking juice. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> get some more vitamins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also all the toxic shit that your body doesn't yeah. want in. Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of fat and shit as well. And the next level would be to, like, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by urine. Cracking egg in this. I'm just saying this comment of, um, it was one of those like, breakfast of champions. one of those like cringe channels on YouTube and it says people talking about how they drink piss and this dude just says, why is it that everyone who drinks piss looks exactly like someone who drink piss? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right. Are we up to round four here? Or? We've got a bit going round three, oh, but really for me, like, this was probably the easiest round in the fight to score. Like, a lot of rounds weren't hard to score, but this was just super fucking I would, clear. I don't want to foreshadow it too much, but there were a couple of rounds that were difficult to score. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Dom gets a takedown, keeps him down for a little bit, attempts a submission, he gets back up. TJ tries to run in and throw one of those wild punches and just instantly fucking cops a jab like the instant he moves forward. <laughs> and even he gets Dom back to the cage and Dom's just lighting him up with combinations. But yeah. It was... He certainly is elusive. (laughs) And it sort of showed after the round, TJ's corner actually says to him, like, stop aiming for his head. Aim for his chest and 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 try and break his arms. You're not knocking him out, basically. Which I think did turn into good advice. That was the only good advice TJ got. (laughs) That was was what they needed to tell him from the get-go because you're not knocking out a guy like Dominic Cruz. That's that's common in, like, like all combat sports if you've got, like, a... Like an Ali or like a mover, like a dancer, like punch his fucking chest. Like that's pretty Put your cool. fucking hole in his chest. Because the chest doesn't move like that. Yeah. Mean, like. I actually remember back when I was trying to do boxing and I was no good at it, but I had a trainer I'd spar with all the time who had loads of head movement. And you said to me, fucking stop trying to hit him in the head, start like jabbing to the body to open things up. Yeah. And it fucking worked. I actually managed to very briefly knock him down, but he was off balance. <laughs> but I'd fucking thrown the jab to the body. Was that Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Thrown the jab to the body yeah, and then Quinn. hit him in the head. And yeah. It just happened to be when his fucking feet were squared up. And yeah, yeah. He literally bounced up instantly. But Ooh. like the only good punch I landed fr- on him. Was fucking ah, you can go with the fighter. Quentin, haven't seen him since I knocked him <laughs> down. All that matters is that was, if that was a fight, it would have been 10 in Rambo. You knock him down. <laughs> I don't know. The amount of punches I got the rest of the time. <laughs> well, maybe it was in round four. You got yeah. cornered. Was there any, anything significant from the corners? Just that bit from um, TJ's corner to the head. Um, Dom's corner just says the grind is perfect. And Dom is Dom's a bit bloody. He's bleeding from the mouth. Oh, yeah, um, we, we should have, yeah. I think Dom is one of those guys who just kind of bleeds. Um, Definitely but, think that influenced the judges. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my God, man, the cauliflower ear get that drained. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's some point in this round where I've obviously got the shits because I've written right up top on my page. They keep saying check hook, but not every time is it a check hook. Yeah. Like, literally every time fucking Dom throws a throws a a hook so oh check hook and sometimes he's just standing there tj's just standing yeah. there like it's it's just a hook man <laughs> <laughs> right this is where tj sort of starts spamming the leg kicks yeah looks yeah, like he, he kind of hurts yeah yeah um but you got it highlighted because that's probably the moment where dom did get injured from a kick 
Yeah. Uh, he straight away responded by trying to get some takedowns, which you know could do well for points if you know, depending on how the rest of a round goes. So, not a bad response from Dom. Yeah, it look, does look like Dom's leg is hurt a little bit because TJ is able to keep him along the fence for a while here. For a while, yeah. yeah. yeah in this round, we get TJ for a third time going for a head kick and falling on his <laughs> like a dumbass. Thing that sort of is crazy about this though, like there's this big sort of exchange where TJ's just having loads of success. Like he counters a kick, gets a takedown, gets his back. Dom gets that back up, but he's holding him against the cage, just kneeing the shit out of his legs for ages. Yeah. I don't. I Dom don't. breaks, gets the knee to the body, and TJ's bleeding like fucking heaps from his eye and just looks like he's lost that whole exchange. I, I don't know. <laughs> this was easily TJ's best round, yes. and yet yeah. he still looks like a mince meat at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I think Dominic landed one or two punches, and TJ's bloodied and swollen and lumpy, and it's like, bruh, lay off the EBO. <laughs> <laughs> All that blood doping, who's the dope now? I wonder if it does like thin the blood or something, and yeah. I think it makes it lumpy. It, it thickens it, doesn't yeah. it? Wasn't that the wasn't that? Oh yeah, that's, the, 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 yeah, room, the rumor like I always heard is that yeah. the guys who were doing it when they were bicycle riders have to get up at two a.m. and cycle behind bikes, yeah. the bus to do love so they wouldn't drown in their own blood while they were sleeping. It's fucking retarded. Well, that's this is what Lance, uh, Lance Armstrong was doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you see that? I can't remember what year yeah. it was. Get out of the, the cage, DJ, and get on a bike. So he won, <laughs> didn't he win like five or six two or seven in a row? He seven. Oh, in a row, I think. But it was when five. they went back and tried to give it to the first honest guy who wasn't, it was like, it was like fifteen. Who, who? All right, all right. We all have apocalypse bingo over the last couple of years of what's going to fucking bring a downfall of man. Who had on their bingo card cycling being the dirtiest sport? <laughs> it kind of makes sense though, because it's really it's more heavy. steroids than mm. pro wrestling, and that's saying something. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Any significant notes from between corners in the, between four and five? Or? Yeah, so Dom's corner basically wants him to try to finish it. They're saying to him, sit on that right hand because it's leaning every time. Uh, TJ says, we're going to touch and off the hook I need a kick. Like this we're going to touch thing, like I think was weird advice. Like tell you dude to faint. All right, I'm yeah. going to kind of ruin my scorecard a little bit here by kind of questioning Questioning that advice that Cruz has gotten there, he doesn't need to finish. I don't think. Yeah, same. But, so, yeah, but that, why? Why would they say that? Unless they're worried about the judges judging the fight by the way he looks, because he I, does look. I not think great. it's because when you're a guy like Cruz, it's a guy like Leonardo Machete. You may be scoring points, but you're not doing that flashy shit that gets the judges' erections up. That is actually a good point because you could you could watch a Machete guy like, is a guy who was involved in. Probably more close fights than anyone else ever. Exactly. Yeah. And the way Cruz is fighting is that... Point fighting. It's point fighting. And against a guy who's hitting the... Again, again, the judges might be scoring half of those punches of him bashing the air in front of Dominic as punches. They probably are, yeah. They probably are. So you've got to tell the fighter, hey, we need need an exclamation point. We need a full stop on this sentence. At least one of the judges was judging the air getting bashed. We, yeah. I've got the judges' scorecards here, and we will get to that. My God. So we just got that one more round. Yeah. All right. Um, we're about to go into round five. Let's yeah. do it. All right. This one's so the DJ opens up, honestly, the way he should, just with leg kicks straight away. Yeah. Big body kick. Cruz is looking a little 
Gumby League Day. Like on he, he's team. very clearly hurt. I think it's yeah, it's in and this round where he has a stage where he literally looks like he stumbles over nothing. Yeah, so he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's like definitely busted. He does land a sort of spinning back fist that looked really nice. Yeah, actually landing some really good combinations this round as well. He just he sort of gets some bits where he seems to be getting the shits with being hit and then just fucking runs forward, spamming some punches, yeah, lands in the It seems to me that his footwork is starting to fail in because of that injury and he's focusing more energy on making TJ think he's not hurt yeah. than trying to attack TJ. And this is where he, he is starting to falter a bit. Even though the pressure from TJ, I thought Cruz was countering well for the most part in a lot of the exchanges in the fifth round. Agreed. In, um, especially towards the end, he sort of started to take over again. Yeah. Lands a big combination with some hard lefts, but right at the end, big right hand toward the end as well, and closes it out stronger. In my yeah. 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 A really good this, – this round was really hard to score. But I think Cruz had a really strong yeah, ending. This to was it. I mentioned earlier this was one of the rounds I rewatched. Yeah. Same with me. It I rewatched watched two and five. This is, I turns re- out it didn't affect my scorecard a great deal anyway, but I still rewatched it. I wanted to rewatch <clears> two and five, <throat> I just didn't get time Before we get I just want one of you guys mentioned Rogan's comments before. Before we get to the official decision and our decision, I didn't notice this during the broadcast. Did Rogan mention who he thought won, or has he said anything since that any of you know of? I don't think so. I think the um, the only bit was in round two or three when like he and Goldberg were saying it's turned into a Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only indication. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how reliable Rogan is because he does blood dope on the marijuanas. <laughs> um, it would be interesting to know because uh, immediately after this fight, there was a lot of there was a lot of butthurt online, especially from like TJ fans, obviously. But well, I'm I'm looking at the official scorecard here, and I can just sense the butthurt because I, in my opinion, two of these judges are just off their jobs. All right, now we yeah. mentioned it. Trev, you want to grace us with the official scorecards? Ladies and gentlemen, do you have the names of the judges on there? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Hit us up. David Ginsburg scores this fight. Bro, you should have done the whole thing as buffer. Going on, guys. <laughs> I can't do all the I'll, I'll try here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we go to the judges' scorecards. Judge David Ginsburg scores the fight. 48, 47, <laughs> Tony. Uh, <laughs> Sol D'Amato scores the fight. 49, 46, Dillashaw. <laughs> and Tony Weeks scores the fight. 49, 46, to your winner by split decision, Dominic the Dominator Cruz. That, that was very well done, bro. That was. That now, is a fucking hard thing to maintain. When he read out Saldomato's scorecard, there were some boos from the audience straight away. Because that's fucking so, retarded. Yeah, Sorry, so I don't ridiculous. know why, why there was all that butt hurt online, because... There, there was. But, yeah, I, there but was. I maintain... Like, 49-46 for Cruz is almost just as retarded. Uh, mm. <laughs> we'll get Fuck to that in a minute. Fuck you, <laughs> Well, this means to me, and something I always say about, is I think there are too many people out there who think that if a dude's walking forwards, he automatically wins. 100%. How many times have you seen that in um, big people who hate Mayweather fires? Yeah. Oh, he's running all the time. He's like, running. 
He probably, for someone who like, fights yeah. on the outside, he runs less than a lot of them. <laughs> but the thing is, like, a lot of time he doesn't even run. He just, like, pop shots people from the pocket and then moves. Like, Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic. What is your scorecard? Hayden scores this fight. 49-47. Hoos. Ben scores the fight. 49-47. Hoos. Yes. <laughs> and I scored the fight. <clears throat> and I scored the fight. 48, 47. Hoos. <laughs> um, for your winner by unanimous decision, Dominic the Dominator. Hoos. Very well done. Oh, it's so hard to do. Yeah, well, anyone can score this fight for TJ is beyond me. Yeah, but that is, a, yeah. that is a shit scorecard. But by that wide margin. Yeah, especially that. He thinks that TJ lost one round. One I, round. Gave, so, I gave so, one round to TJ, the fourth round. Fifth round, I gave even. Yeah, I had the exact same. Yeah. I and, just found, for the majority of this fight, like Trev said, which is another contender for show title, he was punching the air in front of crew. There's not so, so much yeah. of a fight. Like, was, I just want the judges to, when they score a fight, then have to go into an isolated booth. Watch the fight in its entirety and write a rationale as to why. Hmm. Because I want to know why. Why? I'm not. How, how could you give that to? How? Yeah. How do you do it? How do you misjudge that so far? Oh, and for all these guns who go on about the, um, you know, walking forward matters so much. Walking forward is just a way to set up your strikes. Yeah, yeah walking forward's not... great, but connecting yeah. with your opponent is that yeah. what they is that like what they call ring or octagon generalship, whatever. It can be, but so can like dancing means... around on the outside. Exactly, it's like, the same as if you're controlling the terms of fight they held on, which I thought Pete uh, Dom done for most of that fight. Like, yeah, isn't that? But also too, it's to like there's a... well, 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 TJ learned this amount of significance strikes. It's a fight. Yeah, it's a fucking fight. What is a sig- what is an insignificant strike? Sorry, bro. Insignificantly struck your fight, man. Could I just tell Actually, you guys? I did read what they say is an insignificant strike, and it's short range and ground strikes. What? That's what happened. Yeah, that makes even less sense. So, so you mean like a slip, a slip uppercut? Uh, uh, okay. Technically lands at short range, which could so technically in, knock someone out. Is that it? So I'm in full mount so, yeah. on Ben. I posture up, and I drop elbows. Yeah, you could technically that's, knock that's someone an out with insignificant strike. strikes. How that, does that make dumb sense? As dog shit, eh? well, is that like the unified rules kind of? I think it's. That is ridiculous. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe it's Compu Strike that does it. Um, I don't know. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, that um, makes sense. Compu Strike is Compu Strike. I bring up. Fight. I want yeah. to bring up something here. That, can um, I just uh, that really fucking grinds my gears? And this was brought up. I, I remember. I was gonna say before you do that. Can I say we're entering the rant period now? So if anyone yeah. wants to tune out after the review period, feel free. This is one of my This is one of my biggest rants in all of combat sport. And I, the only reason I'm bringing up this fight is because I remember seeing a comment online saying someone arguing for TJ winning, saying the turn of phase I hate the most in all combat sports. It's so fucking stupid. Which is. The single stupidest phase in all combat sports is, it's like to beat the champ. You gotta beat the champ. Yeah, to like, be the champ, you gotta beat. The which champ. is essentially justifying robberies on, on the part of the champion in any fight that's somewhat close. So there's, yeah, there's actually a pretty, hate there's that. actually a pretty clear solution to this. Championship fights don't have rounds on judges. <laughs> or, t- or time limits. You literally put the champion 
and the challenger in the cage until one of them says, I can't go anymore. They don't have a better solution to this. What that expression means is that, like, essentially the challenger has to knock out the champion. Which is retarded. But the rule says all because you have to do. Because we've had some lopsided decisions where a champion's won a robbery. Literally, all you have to do is win more rounds. That's fucking it. I've got that's a better solution that's yeah. like specific to this fight. So Dominic Cruz vacated his title and therefore was still the lineal champion. <laughs> so in order for <laughs> Dillashaw to win, <laughs> it is one of those dumb as fucking arguments. So like, no matter what, it's, every it's fight should be scored it's individually. So yeah. You should not go in with any sort of preconceptions about. You know about someone's power, about how much someone yeah. gets hurt. Fucking, it has to be done on that fight. So should we um, talk a little post? Yeah, like, did you enjoy the fight? Yes, loved it. Was, it was great. Loved it. Yeah, like, fantastic really fight. It. And as Joe Rogan says at one point in it, it's like the fight to watch if you want to watch technical striking. Yeah, it's this is yeah. this is this is the thing with Dominic Cruz, and this is what I love about Dominic Cruz, and I love about Leo Machida. It ain't pretty. Like it's not pretty. But it's amazing it's display of yeah. martial arts. And sometimes martial arts ain't pretty. Yeah. I think um, he had a super short prime because of his injuries. Because of his, yeah. In his primes was prime was probably the best said, defensive fighter in UFC. What we could have had with yeah. the healthiest on the group. And not not to say that he fucked around, he, obviously a lot of it wasn't his fault. I mean for one thing he had plant of fasciitis, which is fucked. That's like the webbing under the yeah. skin of your feet. I, you wouldn't wish it on anyone. An interesting way to think about Tom Cruise's a 37-year-old Dominic Cruz is even to this day top 10 in what I would say is the deepest division in the UFC at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But um, a little bit more post. So what happens after this fight? Dominic makes a title defense against Faber, yeah? Yeah, I think so. And then he loses to Garbrandt. Yeah, Garbrandt. I think that was a couple of years later, was it? Was that like UFC 200 or something? I feel, I, I feel no, that was... 199. 199, he beat Faber, and then he lost the title at 207. The undercard of Rousey... Who destroyed Rousey? Noons. Noons. Yeah. yeah. And then um, what does uh, TJ do after this? He wins a couple yeah. more fights. <laughs> <laughs> he wins a couple more fights, and then he gets the TJ fight. Um, sorry, the um, the Garbrandt fight. And he wins both of those. Shaves years of Garbrandt's career. Literally, like of his life. Literally destroys his chin. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then he loses to to Hudo. and then he has what? How long? How long does he end up serving? Two, two or three years? He served. Here's what annoys me though. Like he has that win, and then he fights to Hudo, which if he wasn't on APO, might have been Garbrandt. Could yeah. have been a totally different outcome because while I don't think he was the wrestler that Cruz or Dillashaw was, he's got big fucking power. Yeah, maybe does. maybe yeah. he knocks out Cejudo, and then you know TJ has that two year layoff, comes back, scrapes by in a decision, and then it, which is another one we have to review. Is the Sandhagen one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit iffy though. Yeah. And then puts an asterisk on the fucking Aljamain Sterling fight as well because he doesn't declare that he's got a busted shoulder. That's one of the biggest. And then dick afterwards, moves. feels like bringing it up. Like it, I actually do believe that he was like injured going into that fight. Hundred percent. Yeah. And this, I probably understand the like he probably needed the money, but like this is what makes that it division is so much worse. That division is so packed. But yeah. like, uh, Don't hold up the Vera could have gotten that fight. Sandhagen, like O'Malley, Yarn, any, like, there's four or five guys who could have gotten that shot. There's a lot of two that were on that card. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What are we saying, though? 
No, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, like, yeah. Holding up that division like that. You know, and, oh, yeah, and he's going to be out okay. for like another year pretty much now to get Good. shoulder surgery. Like, Good. Just yeah. Don't get that forever. Yeah. Just, just, just retire. He's already 36. Like, by the time he comes back, he'll be late 37, 38. Like, just go. Like, I guess we can't question his whole title reign because we don't have that much. Again, we, we, as I say. We don't have proof that he was doing it, but. You've got to put the asterisks there. Yeah. Yeah. That's my my thing. When when a guy pops like that and pops with something so ridiculous like like blood doping. Yeah. This is not gas station dick pills. No, yeah. no, no. This isn't this isn't Yeah, it's John Jones, it's been four hours and it hasn't gone down. <laughs> it's not dick pills. Right? This is actual full on doping. So this shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's like, is this the first time? Or just the first time. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. And I can't, I can't believe that he just suddenly he just decided, "Oh, we're gonna fucking blood dope." Some mm. people have um, said because of the weight cut, the body cut down to one twenty five to fight Zahudo. Hmm. Some people saying it might have been just for that, but I don't know, man. Like none of no, us. No, it's not just saying. We'll hey, probably never know. But again, that's, reckon, again, like, that's it's why it's one of those ones that we probably thing. never know. But there's a pretty good indication. Yeah, like, his style relies entirely on cardio. I agree. Like he stops people with cardio, does it in the fifth round multiple times. Yeah, yeah he can't yeah. blood dope his cardio. It's fine. And that's yeah. um my final point before we close things out is um Dominic Cruz, the bantamweight goat for you guys. Absolutely. 100%, 100%, yeah. One of the things we said earlier is um Demetrius Johnson went to flyweight basically because he couldn't be Cruz. He couldn't be Cruz. Yeah. And uh look, he's beaten two of the other top contenders for that title, like. I don't know if Faber's a top contender for that title, but he's beat him twice anyway. And, and for he people... He beat Dillashaw, with, regardless of what the judges said here, I thought it was pretty clear. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I think... Yeah, it should yeah. never have been a split decision. No. Was, that was clear. Scoring it four to one for Dillashaw, I, again, I want that judge to be sat down. And kicked in the Not, place, not necessarily at gunpoint, but gunpoint would fucking help. Five minutes alone with Teddy Atlas while he just fucking yelled at him. And just explain <laughs> why. I, I'm just genuinely curious to know why. Yeah, I, I think more judges, I think all judges should be forced to do that. To, like, to put out a rationale as to why. Yeah. It, maybe, maybe we don't see the result of a pay per view till the next morning. That's fucked, but. Yeah. Why not? Grr. I'll get off my soapbox now. Um, we're going to wrap up. Today's episode brought to you by Meth and EPA. Clean, refreshing. Meth. Should we give a little? Should we give a hint what we're doing next? What are, what are we doing? Next? Who's well, picking uh, next? It's actually? it's my pick. Guys, I don't want to spoil anything, but I have fucking no idea. Okay. <laughs> we had been talking about something. We got to run a by Ben. I've got some suggestions, but I picked this fight. So you, I think it's your turn. I think it's Travis, but we've been talking about doing. We 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 we've as been a, we've been cahooting. All right. Well, uh, anyway, we'll wrap wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Peace. Don't Bye. take APO.